Bishop Katie Collins is the founder and general overseer of Harvest Army Church International. Branches and affiliates of this ministry are found on every continent of the world. This tape is one of the many hundreds of topics done by him. Our favorites are How to Overcome Temptation and The Secret Solution. Also available are several books, musical CDs, and tapes done by him. Now here is Bishop K.D. Collins. And how to overcome temptation. Thank you, Jesus. And the, 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 the main verse is 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. And it says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted, above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Brother and sister, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to the Lord. There is no temptation that is above your victory. There is no temptation that you cannot handle. Always remember that. Always remember that you have victory over, I don't care how hard, over every temptation. Always remember that you got the gunshot. Come on. Always remember that you got the bomb in your pocket. Is anybody with me? Always remember that you got that thing to destroy that temptation. Always remember that. Because God said there is no temptation that is beyond your victory. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. So every person who failed in a temptation, they disregarded that victory. They disregarded that escape. Now you may have disobeyed and done certain things that you should not have done. Nevertheless, there is an escape to every temptation. Now very quickly, Write this verse down. First John 5 and verse 3. God says his commandments are not grievous. What does that mean? There is no temptation, brother, that is so strong that you can't handle it. People say, boy, it's hard to live right. No, that's a lie. Someone say, it's a hard road to travel and a mighty long way to go. Throw away those songs. Amen. He says, my commandments are not hard to keep. As a matter of fact, the Bible said, amen. The Bible said, Jesus is at work within us, helping us to obey, to obey him. He's doing the work inside, and he, it's not hard for him. So how is it going to be hard for you? The only way it be hard for you is if we are disobedient. Let me give you another verse. Proverbs 16, verse 33. It says, hmm, the lot is cast into the lap. Hmm. But no, my God, my, this sound like, you got to get this verse. It sounds technical, but you got to get this verse. You got to get this verse. Got to get this verse. Proverbs 16. I hope I got it right here. The verse. Are you there yet? Are you there yet? Did you get it? Let's read it together. Let's read it together. Let's read it. One, two, three. Let's, let's go. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. <laughs> Let me explain that. Let me explain that. All of what can happen to you, the troubles that can come in your life, that can come in your lap, your lap is like your, your bosom, your spiritual bosom, your life. 
Amen. The removal of it is not you. It's the Lord. Look at the verse again. Look at that verse again. Come on, somebody. You're a lot of troubles. Amen. You're a lot of temptation. You're a lot of problems. <laughs> My God. is cast into your lap. <laughs> but who's going to get rid of it? He said, the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. Did, did anybody get that? If somebody get it, explain it to me because it seems like a technical, but we got to get it. Did anybody get that? Let me say it one more time. Amen. The lot, you see, your lot is your lot or your amount of attacks you're going to get. The amount of temptations you are going to get. Maybe because of your situation. Maybe because of where you work. Right? Maybe because of what you do. Maybe because of the school you go. Are you there? A certain kind of temptation is your lot. Amen. Is anybody there? But who's going to get rid of it? Not you. Come on, somebody. The whole disposing. What do we call disposal? That's throwing out of garbage. Getting rid of stuff. Come on, somebody. He said the whole disposing. Somebody say whole. Somebody say whole. He said the whole disposing is of the Lord. Nobody got to worry themselves. There's a reason why people live with God for 60 years until they die. There's a reason why folks don't. There are people who never commit adultery. I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. There are people who would never steal. They would never smoke marijuana. They would never smoke cigarette. Come on, somebody. Amen. Until they die, they would never do it. Come on. Because they learn the trick. They learn the trick. Leave it on the Lord. Leave it on the Lord. Let he can't sin. <laughs> he can't go wrong. You leave it on the Lord. And whenever we sleep, it's because we, dis we disregard the Lord. How do we disregard the Lord? We disregard the guidelines that he gave us. Come on, somebody. For he, if he's the one who made us, he's the best one, come on, to guide us. Am I right? Amen. Yes, give me that verse. Amen. The same chapter. Chapter 18, verse 18. Let me, let me see that verse. Anyway, we're talking about how to overcome temptation. And the first thing to overcome temptation, amen, is to renew our mind. You see, when you get saved, you gave the Lord your soul. Or, or rather, you gave the Lord your heart and your soul got saved. Who is your soul? What is your soul? Your soul is you. That's all your soul is, you. Your personality, that's you. Even when you die, you're still you. If you had a different father... It would not be you. So your soul is you. The product of your father and your mother. That's you. The person who will be a million years from now in heaven. That's you. You're still going to be you. You can't change you. That's your soul. That can't change. If you live right, walk with God, hey, you'll be in heaven. That same soul. If you don't walk with God, you'll be in hell. That same soul, that same person, that same Althea, that, sa that same person. Forever you'll be you. Don't, don't hate you. Because you can't run from you for the next million years. Amen. So when you gave the Lord your heart, 
He what? Save your soul. But here's the problem, the mind. The mind is the problem. Haven't you ever seen people looking, looking clean and good and having beautiful shoe and looking good? But the mentally ill, am I right? Come on, somebody. Hey. And they go and do terrible things and they look good. Am I right? Everything is okay but the mind. So the number one thing to deal with temptation is the renewal of the mind. How do you renew the mind? Quickly, quickly. Couple things. Number one, uh, let, let, let me give you a main verse for renewing the mind. Philippians 2 verse 5. Write this down. He says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. So what you want is what? The mind of Christ to deal with what, what's going on. How do you renew the mind? How do you renew the mind? Let me explain renewing the mind. Renewing the mind means that now that you have gotten saved, you have got to, in the midst of all the troubles, you have got to change your mind concerning life, concerning your future. You've got to change your mind concerning what you want to achieve in life. You no longer have the same approach to life as you had it before. And how do you make these changes? How, how do you live in a ghetto and don't live like the ghetto? Anybody with me? It takes a change of what? Mind. Come on, somebody. And, and somebody got a word good, a mentality. Change the way you look at stuff. Your worldview. Amen. I may live here, but I'm, I'm not from here. Come on, somebody. Amen. How do we do that? Number one, by the word. Memorize it. Pray it. Confess it. Sing it. Shout it. Write it in your room. Scratch it in your car. Put it in your billfold. Words of God to renew your mind. Proverbs 4.22. He says, for these words, they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. That's number one. How do we renew the mind? We renew the mind by prayer. Jeremiah 33, 3, call on the Lord and he will show you what you don't know. How do we renew the mind? By your thinking. What you think. Philippians 4, verse 8, he says, think on those things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of good report. Don't waste your mind on bad things. Do not, over, do not let the news overtake you. Let me tell you, the news can overtake you that, man, you, you have no motivation in life if you let that news get into you. You, don't, you only need enough to, 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 to remember, don't go to hell. <laughs> Amen. But keep your mind pure. Keep it motivated. Keep it good. Keep it progressive. Amen. Keep it forward. Keep on educating the mind. Is anybody there? Talk about good things. Have around good friends. Amen. Talk good stuff. Anybody, uh, anybody say negative around you, change that company. Anybody always have a negative talk. Don't, no matter how positive you are, if you hang around negative people, it will affect your mind. So, 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 think good things, pure things, positive things, progressive things. Come on. Is anybody there? Stick around progressive people. Did I give a verse, Philippians 4, 8? And avoid fables and genealogies and foolish questions. Second Timothy 2 verse 23, right on his verses, he said, avoid fables, avoid genealogies. 
You know all these people, anybody who come from this part of South America, they always become like this, you know? And because you come from that part of South America, you think you can never rise above it. No, that's a lie. Come on. And because you come from this family tree and, and, and it means that, that you're going to be like them. No, that's a lie. Amen. Amen. You think positive. Avoid foolish questions. Second Timothy 2 and verse 23. We're still talking about renewing the mind. How do we renew the mind? By what we see. By what we see. Jonah 2 and verse 8. God said, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. If you look at porn, if you look at soap opera, if you look at those, uh, as, at those violent films, it will <laughs> tear down your mind. It will tear down your mind. You cannot get away from acting out some of what you see. You cannot get away from it. Did you hear what I said? You, you know, no matter how you try. Anybody ever watch TV? <laughs> and do you remember what you saw? Nobody, nobody, no? Nobody? Am I right? Come on, talk to me. You see how dangerous it is? Even in your subconscious, that TV come back. That, that's dangerous. Am I right? That's real. And, and look look at it. God, God can talk to you through dreams and vision. And now we discover that television can talk to you through dreams and vision. That's dangerous. You, you don't want any mixture. But, but guess what happened? Most of the time, it happened only on that same night that you watch it that day. But watch it now. It's not all that. It affected you. There's some which is visible in your mind and some which is invisible. And it rises up later. Some folks, is when they get married 10 years later, it rises up. They remember what they're always watching, that soap opera. And say, well, my, maybe my life should be like this. Involuntary. Affect your behavior. You only have a dramatic response on the same night, but you have the undramatic response in your mind. So God says, don't watch those things that tear down your mind. Psalm 101 and verse 3. He said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. I hate the work of Hollywood. I hate the work of MTV. I hate the work of all these uh, uh, of all these so-called uh, 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 film organizations. I hate their work. Hear it. He said, it shall not cleave to me. It will not take me over. It will not take over my mind. So how do we renew our mind? Number one, with what? The word, help me here. Prior, come on. You're thinking, you're seeing, and, 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 and um, let me give you this verse. Romans 13, verse 14. He said, make no provision for the flesh. Amen. Now, quickly, let me give you five stages of temptation. Quickly, write it down. I've just given you how to renew the mind. Amen. Five stages of temptation. Number one, it begins with an appearance. And then, if it's not dealt with, the temptation becomes a thought. Then, if it's not dealt with, it becomes an imagination. Then, if it's not dealt with, it becomes lust. Then if it's not dealt with, it becomes a stronghold. You cannot wait until it reaches far. Appearance has to do with what you see. And the moment you see what which looks like temptation or appears to be temptation, you've got to cut it right there. Amen. So let's go over that again. The five stages of temptation. Hit me now. Let's go from appearance. Come on. 
to a thought, to imagination, to lust, and to a stronghold. You see, hmm, the moment it gets into an imagination, it's already sin. The Bible says if a man looks on a woman and lusts after her, he has already committed fornication and adultery with her in his heart. But watch this now. Notice before it reached lust. Give me, the, give me the five stages again. Come on. One, hit me. Appearance, thought, come on. Imagination. Notice where imagination is. Be careful what you allow to roll over in your head and in your mind. Anything you begin to roll over in your mind which you know is not right, fight it. Expel it. You see, imagination, the root word for imagination is image. Are you there? And the image is, is, is that actual person or that actual thing that's just about to turn lost. Are you there with me, somebody? So now you have images coming in your mind. You may, you know, maybe somebody saying something nice to you and, and you begin to say, oh my, you know, you know, and you go home and you, man, you take out the album and begin to look in the album, look at yourselves in mind, you know. <laughs> and, you know, and begin to roll over. Or it may not be you, it may not be that person, you know, or whatever it may be. It may, it may not have to do between man and woman, but it has to do with something on the job. It may be a, a temptation to steal. It may be a temptation to smoke marijuana. It may be a temptation to smoke cigarette. May, whatever it may be, those images, that, that, that temptation to take alcohol, that, 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 that buckle, and those memories. Remember when you had that first booze and you got drunk and you felt a certain way and you tried to remember those. No, the moment it comes, the moment it comes, you deal with it. There's nothing you are going to entertain about those neither bad nor good. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? Amen. And so the moment the images begin to come up in your mind, you have got to expel it before it become lost. Amen. Amen. And when it reaches lust, it's very dangerous. Lust means that the thing becomes a magnet. And, and, and that person can hardly help themselves. Amen. And let me run on to the five steps. I've just gave you, I've just given you how to renew the mind, and I gave you five stages of temptation. Now I'm going to give you five steps. The first step is to watch for temptation. Be watchful. Matthew 26 and verse 41. He said, Watch and pray. That you fall not into temptation. Do not be naive. Always be watchful. Be ready for somebody to tempt you. Do not put yourself in a situation that will shock you. Don't think that that young man, amen, he wears a necktie and he's speaking tongues in church so I can go, you know, and be in a, in, in a room with him to read Bible. You know, and it's you alone and him in the room and we're reading the Bible. Or having prayer together. Come on, come on. That, 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 that's, that's that watchful. Amen. You, don't, you, you just don't do that. There's no argument. You don't matter. That is impossible. That just don't happen. That's not going to happen. So God said, watch and pray that what? That don't have to happen. So you know, if you're watchful and, that, and you get invited to a hotel room, you know that's a no. You can't go to the hotel room, come on, and then try to be strong. 
Amen? Because what you're trying to do is to prevent the temptation. You can, that, school can't be over. And you got some boys who say, uh, um, you know, one of the boys buy a new car or the parents give them a new car. They say, let's drive, go down the road and you jump. The moment you jump in, it's over. Amen? Anything happen, if it's a, if it's a robbery, if, it, if whatever it is, you are part of it. Watch. You keep, maybe it's nothing, but you got to be watchful. You got to prevent the, the possibility of being tempted. Amen. And, and anybody agree with that? Sometimes when you're watchful, people take you silly. They say, what's wrong with this? What's wrong? I can't I go with, with, with this fellow. What's wrong with that? Amen. You've got to be watchful. Amen. And, and in all my life of ministry, all the people who despise this teaching get hit. Everyone! And they say, oh, too much rules. No. It is God who disposed of the temptation. And he say, watch. He say, watch and pray that you fall not into temptation. Be watchful. Careful of some of those gifts. You know, you have all kind of way to watch. We don't have the time to go through that now. Careful of some of those gifts. And be careful of gifts. Amen. 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 I could give a scripture on that. That if you're too gullible with gifts, amen, you can be easily taken. Is anybody there? I don't say don't give gifts now. Amen. But you, you got to be watchful. Amen. Amen. Somebody on the job, you know, you know, for a whole week, they're buying you lunch. Come on, somebody. And you and them earning the same salary. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, you got to be watchful. Say, no, thank you. You know, I, 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 I enjoyed the first day, but I can help myself now. I don't say once in a blue moon, somebody can buy you lunch. You follow me? Amen. But you're just being watchful. Number two, when you're watchful, sometimes you will see some things that may not be sinful. But God says, abstain. Number two, he said, abstain from all, watch this now, appearance of evil. It don't have to be evil. Because most time, the moment we discover it's evil, it's too late. Am I right? There are folks who have taken marijuana and, and thought that, well, here, it was good. And most things that will rip your mind for a while let you feel good. And even if you're ill and you take marijuana, it can let you feel that some of the pain is gone. But you have that marijuana in your, in your head for a while. <laughs> I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. One young man, he take marijuana and he would always talk about marijuana. Oh, it's good to let him feel good. He get over his problem until one day he find himself behaving stupid. Yes, and he said, what? And he never took it again his whole life. Amen. So somebody say abstain. Amen. Write this verse down. Second Thessalonians 5 and verse 22. He said, abstain from all appearance of evil. From all appearance of evil. All appearance. All of, Most Christians don't obey this. Most Christians don't obey this. They, are, they always argue for this. That's why they love Blockbuster. Amen. They always fight against it. I've always seen this in ministry. They always fight against this point. This is the moment, this is the area most Christians miss. They say, well, it is not sin. You know, if you go to Blockbuster, you can get a Christian movie too. You know? They say, okay, I can go to the theater. 
can, you can watch a Christian show at a theater. After all, they had um, uh, what the Christian, the, the passion there, and they stay right on that edge and get deceived right on that edge. Let me tell you, you've got to win the war on the edge. <laughs> you see the way that God deliver us. You see, there are different levels of temptation that I said before. Am I right? And God depends on us that at the smallest level, watch this now, hmm, he gives you enough to win the first war. And if you win the first war, you can handle it. <laughs> the, the stronger war. If you win that one, you can handle it. The stronger. Are you with me, somebody? It, it, it happens in stages. Amen. So at the very lightest level that you say is not seen enough, you got to win the war right there. Amen. You got to win the war from the moment, from the moment that person offers you that cigarette. Amen. Or asks you to buy the cigarette and you're in a spot. Amen. From, you you got to learn to win those wars. If your boss asks you to lie on the job, win those wars. Amen. That you can, you, you, you can courteously decline from lying. Courteously. I didn't say uh, 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 in an insultive way. Courteously decline those little wars. Those little temptations from that level. Number three, how to overcome temptation. There are times when you'll be in a spot and you just have to flee. You just have to flee. There are many times you have to flee. Many times you'll find yourself in a situation you just have to flee. You cannot argue. You cannot stay and rebuke the devil. You cannot stay and speak in tongues. You cannot stay and give a lecture. You just got to flee. You were a little reckless. Come on, somebody. Or you were in a spot that you didn't put yourself in. You just got to flee. Is that every time that you move from somewhere, you must explain. Let me, I, I got to get this in you. I got to get this one in you. I got to get this one in you. Is that every move you make, you should explain. And is that every move that you make can be courteous. Not every move you make is reasonable. You must be able to move without words. Amen? On Sunday morning, on Saturday morning, we were in Brooklyn, and those men were working on the, on the AC. And for AC to be in the church, that was a major thing. Major thing. Now, those folks working from evening all through the night, right through till morning, all till four in the evening, working nonstop. Now, I am there at, at the church, and I know if two people leave or three people leave, those men up there are going to get discouraged and say, I got to go. I know that I cannot allow that to happen because if there's no AC, there's no concert. Are you me, somebody? So I had to leave quietly. No manners. I never say, Pastor Matthews, I'm gone. I never, I just, I jump like a <laughs> Come on. Then the following day, I explain, you know, you follow me? There are things you have to move without explanation. You, 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 you just exit. You're in a situation and, and your friend's talking certain things and, and you, you, you don't feel strong to really argue and say, listen to me, I'm a Christian. I, I don't like that kind of talk. You sometimes don't bother doing that. You just exit, just bow out and walk away. Practice to exit. You made a mistake, find yourself in the wrong place, just exit. Pretend like you're going to the bathroom and just jump in your vehicle. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. 
Amen. You go to the restaurant with, with, with that fellow and you should not, you know you should not have done it. Pastor don't know, deacon don't know. Come on, somebody. Amen. And both of you sit around the table and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit said, no, what you're doing is wrong. Is that all the time you explain, that fellow will talk you up. Right? You just say, excuse me, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Pass through the bathroom so you know you never lie. <laughs> yeah. Jump in the vehicle and go. I'm telling you, this thing I'm telling you is very important. Are you go to a house and the situation is just not comfortable? Maybe it's not sinful. Are you with me? You just don't feel comfortable. You just don't feel right. So the situation is, you know, you know just exit. Assume me back and come back a year later. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so, so watch. Come on. How to overcome temptation. Watch. Number two, what? Abstain. Number three, flee. Second Timothy 2 22. It says, flee youthful loss. I mean, flee youthful magnet. Because if that thing hook you, <laughs> it's over. Come on, somebody. Most folks who fall into these things, whether it's to take a, a, a booze, as they finish taking the booze, they feel rotten. But there was a moment they, when they should, have, they should have fled from early. They should have abstained from early. They should have watched from early. But they broke all the watching rules. Are you with me? Then they broke the abstaining rules. Come on, somebody. Then they broke the, what? the fleeing rules. So now what? Lust comes in. And lust is a magnet. That's why some folks say, oh, I never even realized when it happened. Am I right? Even if you feel terrible. It's all over. It's too late. You cannot afford for anything to, to, to hit onto you. The moment, that, the, the moment that lust comes, it means something knocks you. Something is on you. Now the chain is around your neck. Then now it goes beyond the chain and it becomes a stronghold. It means that several are up on you now. So you want to break it Amen, from early. So what about those who fall into a situation that you didn't put yourself in? Amen. And there's no way to turn. You get tempted in the elevator while it's going down. You get tempted on the train while you're on your way to Brooklyn. Come on, somebody. And somebody trying to get you to do something, get you to take some marijuana or pass on some money to you, some drug money, or, 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 or want to sell you a computer for $30. You know? And, and, and a beautiful computer that value $2,000. And you always wanted that computer. And the man said, listen, I got it for $30. And he give you a story. They were tempted. Hey, hey, the Lord tell you that he stole it. But you're trying to find something that you, that you won't be responsible. That never happened to anybody. It happened to everybody. And you're trying to see if you can. No, no, no. That's temptation. Amen. And you're just on the brink of doing it. Amen. But you cannot walk away. The train is full. You can't go nowhere. It's standing right before you. Hey, this thing, man, is $30. Resist. You can't walk away. Resist. God give you the ability to resist. Somebody say resist. Somebody say resist. How do you resist? You bind and loose. That's all you resist. That attack that comes at time. You don't necessarily have to bind that person. But you bind that attack that caused you to consider that thing. Say, maybe let me see if there's a way I can, you know, you're on the job and the boss not paying you well and you're tempted to take home something. And the devil give you the rationale so that this boss is, is dishonest. The man I've been working, he ain't giving me no leave, he ain't raising my pay. So you're tempted to take home something. It happened to half of the workers. Half of the workers are tempted to take home something. Amen. Resist it. 
Resist it. Resist it. Resist it. Amen. Say, in the name of Jesus, I command you, spirit of theft, to come out of my mind right now. I command you, unclean spirit, to come out of my mind. Do not work it out. Do not pacify it. Amen. Amen. So how do you overcome temptation? Number one, watch. Abstain. Flee. Resist. Let me give you the verse for resist. James 4 and verse 7. He said, resist the devil. Watch this now, and he will flee. When you can't flee, he has to flee. Someone say amen. Someone say amen. When you are in a spot, don't tell me you fell because you are in a spot. Don't tell me that. Cut that out. Somebody trick you and corner you, that's a lie. You can resist the devil. And when you resist the devil, he's got to flee. Amen. Number five. Number five. If all this fail, you have watched and you have abstained and you have fled and you have resisted and it failed. You all know what's number five. What's number five? Scream for help. Cry out for help. Never try to do it alone. Amen. Those who fail are those who try to live alone. Amen. I don't care what temptation you're having. Hook up with somebody who don't have that temptation. Come on, somebody. Amen. If you don't do it, it means you don't want to make it. Come on, somebody. Even in the family, you're tempted to fight and fuss. Hook up with a family that have a good life. Don't hook up with another family that always listen to your talk against your wife. You're always talking against your wife. Amen. And they listen to you. No, that's not a good family to hang out with. Hang out with those that know that's not the way to go. Let's pray about it. Are you me, somebody? Any temptation you have. Amen. And you find that it's overcoming you. Scream for help. Do not listen. Do not live a single life. Do not live a single life. Amen. Always share your life. Amen. God call us to be shearers. Amen. Are you with me? God, you are, don't hold it. On. I, I'm telling you. Tell one person your, your temptation. One person. Somebody say one person. Somebody say one person. All right. Somebody say even one. I, I can really tell two. If you, tell, if you tell one and it's still hitting you, tell two. Still hitting you, tell three. <laughs> Anybody with me here? Come on, somebody. And as I tell more, it's going to break. Every time, every time they see you at church, you know they know your stuff. Come on, somebody. See, you know you got to... Amen. Anybody with me? Scream for help. Do not pretend like you're so holy. And that thing that you know, there's something bothering you. And when I say tell somebody, I don't mean your girlfriend. I don't mean your buddy friend. I mean a deacon. That's what I mean. And an officer, right? Or a prayer warrior. A prayer woman there. Come on, that, that, that man who always in prayer, that holy man who won't tell your business. Are you there, somebody? I'm telling you how this thing works. Many, many great people have failed to do this part. They were so holy and they found nobody. Say, so you know what happened? I got a problem. I got a problem. I got a problem. Amen. 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 Find somebody and share that problem. If they go tell the world, the day and God have to talk about that. But you got your deliverance. Stand up, everybody. Amen. We have not been able to go through all we want to go through. But amen. Let's just recap on how to renew the mind. How to renew the mind. Give me those five things on how to renew the mind. Renew the mind by what? Number one, what? Help me here. Number one, what? The word. Hit me now. Number two. Prior. Number three. Our thinking. Number four. Seeing. And number four. And that, that's number four. That's it, right? And then we talk about the five stages 
of temptation. What are they? Appearance, thought, imagination, and uh, love. Bishop Katie Collins is the founder and general overseer of Harvest Army Church International. Branches and affiliates of this ministry are found on every continent of the world. This tape is one of the many hundreds of topics done by him. Our favorites are How to Overcome Temptation and The Secret Solution. Also available are several books, musical CDs, and tapes done by him. Now here is Bishop K.D. Collins. And How to Overcome Temptation. Thank you, Jesus. And the the, 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 go, the, the, the main verse is 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. And it says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted, above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Brother and sister, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to the Lord. There is no temptation that is above your victory. There is no temptation that you cannot handle. Always remember that. Always remember that you have victory over, I don't care how hard, over every temptation. Always remember that you got the gunshot. Come on. Always remember that you got the bomb in your pocket. Is anybody with me? Always remember that you got that thing to destroy that temptation. Always remember that. Because God said there is no temptation that is beyond your victory. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Somebody say thank you Jesus. So every person who failed in a temptation, they disregarded that victory. They disregarded that escape. Now, you may have disobeyed and done certain things that you should not have done. Nevertheless, there is an escape to every temptation. Now, very quickly, write this verse down. 1 John 5 and verse 3. God says, his commandments are not grievous. What does that mean? There is no temptation, brother, that is so strong that you can't handle it. People say, boy, it's hard to live right. No, that's a lie. Someone say, it's a hard road to travel and a mighty long way to go. Throw away those songs. Amen. He says, my commandments are not hard to keep. As a matter of fact, the Bible said, amen. The Bible said, Jesus is at work within us, helping us to obey, to obey him. He's doing the work inside. And he... Such persons never make it. If you're afraid even to own it, I have an alcohol problem. And I don't want nobody to know. If you don't want nobody to know, you and the devil knows. And the Bible said that, the, the, the Bible said in Psalm 11 verse 2, he said the devil of secrets. He hates when you expose it. He loves secrets. The Bible says he, he loves the secrets so he can smite. Somebody get me that verse. Psalm 11 2, I don't I, Somebody get me that verse. I got to get that verse. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
look at this. He says, he says, he says, for the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privately, did you hear that? That they may privately shoot at the upright. Not the sinner, the upright, the child of God. Once you get private in the challenges you have, you're already in danger. You cannot have private life with Satan. Don't have a private life in no way with the enemy. Amen. Deal with it. Pray pray after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you right now. For your word tells me that I can cast all my cares upon you and the lot of temptation though it's in my bosom it is you Lord who dispose of it so Lord tonight I call upon you every attack in my life every temptation in all forms that attack my life I ask you now Dispose of them. Dispose of them, Lord. Wash me, Lord. Make me whiter than snow. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Every temptation that you have caused on my life, I command you to depart from my mind, from my spirit, from my body. Depart from my life. I plead the blood of Jesus against you. Pray on your own right now. Go ahead and pray on your own right now. Pray on your own right now. And everyone in this room, go ahead and pray on your own. Go ahead and pray on your own. Everyone in this room, go ahead and pray on your own. Amen. Go and pray on your own. Amen. Rebuke the devil. Rebuke the devil. Rebuke the devil. Resist him. 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 Yes. Resist him. Resist him. Resist him, resist him. Resist him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. 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 I break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. I break it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold. I break them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I break every stronghold right now. I break them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I break every stronghold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Break the stronghold in the name of Jesus. 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 Come brother Nick, come brother Nick, brother Nick, come brother Nick, come, thank you Jesus. Go ahead and pray, go ahead and pray, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray, go ahead and pray. Lift up your hand, lift your hand, lift your hand, lift your hands. 
in the name of Jesus I break every stronghold I lose him every stronghold in the name of Jesus 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 in the name of Jesus.